Okay, ready? Good afternoon, everybody. Today is July the 1st. I know that I've been away for a couple of weeks uh, as far as my Bible reading is concerned um, for the recording, so I apologize for that. We're going to be getting back into it again. But as you can see, I have uh, two of some of my very good friends in front of me here. We finally made this happen. They like to go on vacations, these two, and I just haven't been able to get it coordinated, so right. I think I'm due for one next, maybe, maybe yes, next week. Yes, you are. You Actually, I think I will be away brother. next week, so yeah. we won't be able to do this. Okay. Church, thank you for joining us here. We have um, a couple of passages today in Sojourning the Podcast on our daily reading. We're going through the Bible in a year, 20 minutes a day. As it kind of fades out, uh, generally speaking, there's either a psalm or a proverb. Today's psalm was Psalm 26, and then also a passage out of the prophet's recording of Jeremiah, chapters 51 and 52. And uh, what we like to do is have a little bit of a discussion together. We all read independently. We come before the text with Jesus and then we come in and we kind of have a little bit of a dialogue mm. just to get us going. You missed a little bit already. So we're praying <laughs> that yes. Jesus brings that back from Amen. where it went yeah. Yeah, we and that you're able that. To, be a, to be a part of it here. So yeah. Pastor Keith, why don't you yes, begin sir. with the reading of our passages here mm. and uh, let's, let's kick off. Great. Thank you. Um, well, it is, it's such a, a great honor and it's a, a privilege. What a joy it is to be back with you guys. And so I, yes, I really yeah. do mean that and I appreciate it. Mm-hmm. And, um, we talk a lot, uh, just about, um, just the value of this, um, um, fellowship and brotherhood. And it means a lot to us. And then the fact that we get to share uh, yeah. God's word together. Mm-hmm. And so as, um, as pastor Dave, as you mentioned, um, our reading for today is in, it's in Psalm 26, but also a couple of really long passages from Jeremiah chapters 51 and 52. And of course, you know, we don't, um, read uh, all of the, the, um, uh, the text here during our discussion, but we just like to, to, uh, to discuss and kind of share a few uh, verses and themes and ideas and things that, uh, we believe the Holy Spirit has been leading us towards in these readings. And so there's, you know, as I look out through these windows, this beautiful sanctuary that you have here, Brother Dave, you know, we see some rain coming in today. And, uh, boy, it just feels so refreshing yes, after oh, this heat wave. It. It's been so oppressive, right? Yeah. And mm. I think in some ways it, it reminded mm. me of just what the last, mm. uh, you know, year has been like for many of us. And, um, you know, oppressive could be a word. Um, we were talking about how um, a general peace seems to have been mm. disrupted mm. and, uh, that might look differently for for all of us as believers, but you know, uh, we do get that sense in our families. Uh, well, relationship with the Lord personally, our families, our churches, you know, our um, our country, that there has been this disruption of peace of things that we've been used to, mm-hmm. and um, you know, the Lord gives us wonderful reminders, mm-hmm. and we're going to see that today in His revealed Word mm-hmm. that He um, He's preparing us for restoration. And that uh, that yet before restoration comes, Hallelujah. there is going to be disruption yes. of what we're used to, and yes. that 
Um, there is peace that only we can have in Christ, mm. but yet we know mm. that we are not guaranteed. I don't like that. You know, mm. I don't like that it has to be that way. Yeah, I know, yeah. right? I don't yeah. think any of us yeah. do. Yeah. No, of course. Yeah. But that is what mm. the scripture declares. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And so that's what we're going to get into today. I think it's just that topic that that hit home with all three of us. And so it's clear, I think that's our direction. But, you know, in, in the Psalm 26, David is talking about and I'm making this case before God about how he wants to be a man of integrity. And he's saying, look, look, Lord, this has been my intent, the intent of my heart. And, and he's saying, as for me, there's all kinds of wickedness and sinners around me. And uh, the people are going astray. But as for me, I want to continue yes. to walk in integrity. Um, but then what's interesting is that in, in the passages in Jeremiah, I'm going to read right now from Jeremiah 51, <laughs> verses 11 and 12, we see that God is proclaiming um, judgment against Babylon. But remember that the people of Israel were living there. They had been there for many years and they had gotten kind of comfortable there yes. in, in captivity and forgetting uh, almost part of their identity, who they were, what they were called to do, and in a sense, maybe not even ready for what God was about to do. And mm. so um, mm. look at what he says. This is, again, Jeremiah 51, 11 and 12. Mm. Uh, it, and I'm reading from the uh, NASB, and it says, Sharpen the arrows, fill the quivers. The Lord has aroused the spirit of the kings of the Medes, uh, because the Medes, because his purpose is against Babylon to destroy it. For it is the vengeance of the Lord, vengeance for his temple. So then verse 12 says, lift up a signal mm. against the walls of Babylon. Mm. Post a strong guard, station sentries, place men in ambush. For the Lord has both purposed and performed mm. what he spoke concerning the inhabitants of Babylon. So God always has a plan to uh, to meet out his judgment he's always got a plan to bring restoration to the ones that he loves to his people but again before that a part of that process is a disruption of what we're used to amen and uh, amen. pastor mike i know that you know, beforehand you were just sharing how the the lord just kind of brought that alive to you and so if you can just take a, a moment or two and just kind of share what that looked like especially starting in those two <laughs> verses and how you were relating it to to kind of what we're going through in our world, in our country, in our lives today. Amen, Pastor Keith. First of all, I, I just feel strongly that as the body of Christ, we have to rely on God's word. And I mean, if you go back to that night, as a Jew, you're comfortable in the city of Babylon. Families are growing and, mm. you know, merchants are being developed and all of that. And out of nowhere, here comes the Persian Empire. And, and the scripture, I believe, says in one night, they took Babylon without a fight. Mm. This now, if you are not operating in preparedness versus being in a comfort zone, then that night would have been a night of confusion. If you were not locked in on the words of God and what God had said and promised, then you would have been fearful um, and, and, and lost, to be mm. honest. You know, so, so when I equate that to us today, COVID-19... Mm change the dynamics for me in my worship with God because I realized that if he can shut down the world you know and 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 just change all of our lives within a matter of months 
it was like, wow, God, you know, uh, I, I just want to rely on your word and operate in preparedness. Mm. And I love this word, word that he used here. He says, set up a standard on the walls of Babylon. This is our stance on the word of God. This mm. is our position of faith. And the word there is the word trust. You know, it's easy to trust God for a car, for a home, for a wife, for, for a job. <laughs> but when you have to trust God through trials and mm. tribulations and yes. hardships, mm. you know, it's a different animal. And, and it's time for us to raise the standard. Where are we at in preparedness? You know, and this is all preparation, but it's all founded on what he had spoken. Mm. He said, after the 70th year, I'm going to visit you. You know, but yet now, if you're a complacent Jew, and we know many of the Jews didn't return back to the promised land. Many of them were comfortable and stayed there. The comfort zone of Christians today is a problem. Mm. That, that's a problem. So that's why these scriptures jumped out at me. Yeah, so, We've got to rely yeah. solely on the mm. word of God. So then I guess we can really say that in many ways uh, because of that um, comfort right? Yes, that comfort yes. level that, you know, we want to thank God for it, but not get, um, well, relying upon it, right? Yes, that we were then yes. not prepared, That's that we right. were unprepared as uh, believers, as a church yes, for what just happened. Yes. Right? Yes. Amen. And so we have to be able to take away from that. What are we going to learn from that? Because, mm. um, well, you know, depending on how you, th how you view what's going to happen next, I'm not sure that things are going to get well, I didn't want to say the word better because people define that differently, right? But I believe that we need to take what's what's been going on and learn from it, right? Mm -hmm. And learn from it and mm -hmm. come before God like David does even in Absolutely. Psalm 26 and say, Lord, I want to walk with integrity, but mm -hmm. we need to be prepared for that. Because if we were caught off guard, Jesus says a lot about being awake and aware mm -hmm. and yeah. prepared. Mm -hmm. What do you say, Brother Dave? about that, about being prepared for what might be next. I don't know where I'm going, but you used it this yeah. time and you didn't use it when we were first initially discussing, yeah. but you said God had told them previously that he was going to visit them. Yes. And yes. I think that that visitation, the word, mm. if I'm not mm. mistaken, that visitation mm. is a, is there's a level of intimacy. Mm. And, and I think that's, that's what a lot of what we were talking about where David in his Psalm yeah. Yeah. is really this kind of heart attitude mm, mm. of a great desire mm, mm. to be genuine before God. Mm, and mm. if we look at even second Timothy chapter three, where it mm. says what's going to happen in the yes, last days, yes, yes. he begins by saying men will be lovers yes, of, of themselves. themselves. Yes, and what is that? But the yes, opposite of lovers yes, of God. That's right. And that what happens, mm. they have a form of godliness, but mm. they deny right. its power. Yes, yes. And what is the denial of power? Mm. Where mm. is the testing ground mm. of something that doesn't have power, but yeah. within a place when that power is needed? Yeah. And wow. isn't that power needed when we come through trials and That's tribulations? Right. Yes, it is. When we go through suffering? That's right. I mean, how many, how many people know or have mm. heard about stories mm. of those mm. that have been through mm. diff I mean like loss of children mm. you know like 14 15 year old children that's right. parents that should have long you know the kids should have long outlived the kids that's right go through this period of time of suffering and mm. they walk out mm -hmm. as a rock mm. very very vividly mm. relying upon Jesus or mm. something different mm. that carries them through that time. Mm. Mm. But that is a small majority with the, despite that is a small majority of what our generation 
has had to experience as far as suffering is concerned. That's right. And we've almost we've almost created this like surface level suffering. That's right. When we don't get the car that we're trusting God That's for, right. we, on, we suffer, right? Mm, you know, mm, it's mm, suffering. Mm, mm, and it's mm, like... You know, bearing my cross, right? Mm, yeah. mm, you know, mm. and listen though, and so I have to be careful because that might be mm-hmm. a genuine great deal of suffering for yes, someone that's right. in yes, a greater sure, sure. or a lesser place of mm-hmm. maturity. Mm. So I don't want to downplay that. Mm. But I think that where I'm going is this, at the end of the day, it comes back to this, it always has to be introspective first. That's right. And I naturally, you know, my recourse is always looking at wh- how is everybody else responding? Yeah. You know, the pandemic, yeah. what's, what's, what are, what are these guys doing? How are they doing it? Why, why are they, you know, why are they not? And then it becomes this whole thing. And really what I love about David's perspective, even though he wasn't attached to this, but we're kind of bringing it into the, mm, into the mm, place. Mm. Pastor Mike, you, you said it in the beginning, the invasion was really their liberty. Yes, it was. I love that. That this invasion of the land. Yeah. Yeah. Was fully founded yeah. on God's intent Hallelujah. of setting his people free Hallelujah. from their ungodliness and their mm. selfishness mm. and the everything, right? Mm. Which leads us into the next part of that passage. Yep. Mm. They had become those that proclaimed godliness mm. but denied every bit of its power. That's right. Mm. That's right. That's every right. bit of its power. That's right. It's it's the times that I can sit in a living room with my wife, watch a TV show for two hours, go up and go to bed for two weeks mm. at a time, mm. and we become roommates, not intimate mm. lovers. That's right, brother. You know? That's right. That's right. And all it takes for me mm. is an introspective, wait a minute, I'm not cherishing my wife. Mm-hmm. And what's really happening in Babylon, what we're coming to is, yes. hopefully for many, this was a wake-up call. Wait a minute. I'm not really cherishing my God. Because mm-hmm. yeah. that's, that's really ultimately. That's absolutely. Right? It's that introspective that at the end of the day, don't worry about what they're doing. Mm. You follow me. Mm. You know, so much of that is remembering our identity. And you're right. I mean, it starts with being introspective it starts with our understanding mm-hmm. and cherishing and developing that relationship with the lord because our identity is mm-hmm. in him and it's not based on our surroundings and mm-hmm. the people the jews in babylon the the, he, the people of israel in babylon got like you said pastor mike they got so comfortable and they were there for so long they got used to their surroundings yes, yes. and the problem is is that as the church the mm-hmm. body of christ mm-hmm. We mm. cannot get used to our surroundings. Mm. Yeah. Like, you know, it's that old right. that old cliche where we're supposed to be in the world, not of it. And so it's good for us to take a step back, especially what's happened to us as a church over the last year and a half. And like, wait, mm. so where are we? What's our place in this world and God's plan? Because mm. if we if we if we believe that, you know, things are gonna continue mm. in this trajectory, right? Yes. Where maybe it's gonna be harder to be a believer yes. in this country because we've enjoyed yeah. so so many freedoms and yeah. we're, we should be thankful for that. We're That's coming right. up on July 4th and we should mm. be thankful for that, but it's never been promised to us. Mm. Right. And we have brothers and sisters around the world for the last 2000 years that have not known half of the freedoms That's that right. we've had. That's right. But the point is, is that we don't want to lose our pilgrim status. Mm. Right. Mm. And that mindset that we are just passing through here. Mm. And so we are to be separate. We are to be different. And so God is calling him out saying, make sure that, 
you're ready for when I'm coming, right? And he's That's like, right, put up brother. that banner, put up, yeah. you know, be the guard, right? Yeah. Yeah. Remember that. It's almost like saying, okay, so what does it look like for us as the church yeah. to be ready? You know, so because you talked about preparedness and that's yeah. so important. But again, I think a part of that preparedness is taking a step back and remembering, wait, who we are, right? And we are just pilgrims here on this journey. We can't get too comfortable mm. because yeah, there are many blessings that we can enjoy, mm. right? Mm. And be thankful for, but it's how do we hold on to them? What is the and, ultimate blessing? Yeah, and what's the that ultimate we cherish blessing? and hold on to? Yeah, exactly. Wow, and, brother, that's, and that that's is really it. Good. That's yeah, really What's good, the ultimate brother. blessing? Yep. And you know, if I may say, complacency is a door open for confusion mm. you know and as brother you were sharing before we came on um about a difficult four months i can recall when my dad oh, yeah. died from from medical malpractice oh mercy and uh, should have come home in three days mm. and um and so when we're complacent and we hit those marks those trials if we're not truly, truly in this place where David talks about, where we're washing our hands in the innocence, where we're at the altar, where we're, we're proclaiming that voice of thanksgiving. To me, those three are the foundation of being ready and prepared. You know what I mean? When I'm accountable, washing my hands in innocence. When I stay at the altar, my prayer time. But then it's founded by, and I know I can speak for myself, I am forever grateful. That spirit of thanksgiving. Those three now, when we run into a trial, when we run into a situation where God allows something to happen, we're going to be carried through that. Mm. We're not going to be confused. He's still going to be God. He's still going to be our Lord. We're still going to have a praise in us. And this is what happens to Christians who are complacent. As soon as they hit a bump, what's happening? The door of confusion opens up instead of the door of God, you are God. And, and it's not my will, but thy will be done. It's interesting, too, because if we don't find ourselves humble inside of that confusion, Ooh. all we do is try to figure it out on Ooh. our own. Oh, that's good, brother. Instead of, instead of letting God do what he really he, wants to do absolutely. and what he always has cared most about and what yeah. he always will care most yeah. about. Yeah, yeah, that's good, man. You know, you talk about, um, you said something before, Pastor Dave, just about the, this idea of um, our intimate relationship with Lord and you, with the Lord, and you were talking about um, your marriage relationship, right? And we know that God instituted marriage to be a picture of the gospel and the picture of that intimate relationship mm. that Christ has with the church and uh, of sacrificial love. And we see the beautiful, um, you know, um, vision of that in the gospel truth. And so he's calling us always back to an intimate relationship with him because what happens is when we don't spend time with him, just That's like right. if we don't spend time with our spouses, That's right. That's right. you don't recognize them. That's you right. forget about how wonderful and beautiful they are and, and what a blessing. So then we become less thankful, right? So it That's all right. starts with that yeah. because when we're not spending time with the Lord, then we're not going to recognize That's him right. That's in right. our lives and doing his thing. And so yeah. he's showing up. Mm. to meet out his judgment in Babylon mm. and they had mm. gotten so comfortable and he's like announcing it mm. almost as if to say like, I hope you recognize it mm. when I come back for you, Ooh. Ooh, yeah. right? Cause yeah. I'm here for you, yeah. you know, yeah. and we don't want to forget that. Mm. Cause don't we know that, that 
God works in his own timing. And so he makes promises. He'll always fulfill them, yes. but he doesn't promise it's going to be right away right. or in our timing. And so in that meantime, while we wait, mm. we should be busy, um, you know, about, mm. um, mm. uh, about renewing, restoring, developing, mm. nurturing mm. that relationship with him. Mm. And I think it's a lot of what Pastor Dave, what you saw in Psalm 26, him mm. just, you know, uh, starting with him and just with yes. David, right? Uh, yeah. Just King David just saying, hey, you know, I'm right with you, God. Like, that's my desire. And he says, you know, there's for, don't lump me in with the sinners around me. Like, mm. I want to mm. walk mm. in my integrity. Mm. I want to walk in my integrity. You know, and integrity kind of being like, are we, are we the same person mm. when we're with people that that's we right. are when we're by ourselves? That's right. You know, <laughs> so... <laughs> So that you just you just said, will we recognize him? Mm. The second passage that we had was mm. 51, 49 to 51. Oh, right. But if that's you read 49, though, as Babylon has caused the slain of Israel to fall. Well, who slays who slays Israel? That's right. Only yeah. God's able to slay yeah, Israel because right. they're right. his to slay or not that's slay. Right. That's right. So at Babylon, the slain of all of the earth shall fall. Mm. You who have escaped the sword, get away. Do not stand still. Remember the Lord afar off mm. and let Jerusalem come to your mind. Hallelujah. In other words, hope when we realize yeah. that we have been slain by God because we've ignored God, we've mm. lost sight of God. Mm. We've lost that desire mm. for God. Mm. He slays us mm. sometimes throughout mm. outward circumstances, right. sometimes right. through right. inward circumstances. Mm. It literally says, remember the Lord from afar off. Mm. Right. So it's like, mm. Mm. I'm off. You know, there, yeah. there's a humility. There's a something's wrong. Yeah. God, where do I go? Where do I turn to? Let Jerusalem come to your mind. What is Jerusalem oh, yeah. a picture of? Yeah. Mm. yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> we yeah. are ashamed because we've heard reproach. Mm. Shame has covered our faces mm. for strangers have come into the oh, sanctuaries Jesus. of the Lord's Jesus, house. Jesus. Mm. And what is this? But, mm. you know, initially we think, oh, well, there's other strangers among us, which mm. is that outward. Mm. But the bigger question is, mm. have I become a stranger to That's God? Right. That's right. That's right. Is he a stranger mm. to me? Mm. Mm. What has caused that? Where has it come from? Mm. Mm. And this is that place of genuine humility. Mm. God slays us. He allows whatever it is. Mm. And can we just be honest? The Bible is very clear it's going to get worse. That's right, brother. Even if it's not in our time, right? That's right. Even if the three That's of us right. pass away That's right. and we get yes. another 25 or 30 yes. years of a little yes. bit of minuscule peace, yeah. if I'm not preparing my son for That's suffering, right. That's right. he's going to be in trouble. Yes. That's right. And, and what happens with kids who are brought up in a home where they get everything they want whenever they want it? Mm. We put them in a bubble as if everything is going to be perfect and we throw them into a world that promises mm. that it's underneath of the rule of an evil authority right. mm. and that that evil authority is only going to be removed mm. in a great time of trial mm. and mm. adversity. Mm. And regardless of whether or not you, you believe that we're in the picture of the rapture before the wrath of God is poured out, yeah, wherever right, you find yourself, right, it doesn't matter. Right. Regardless right. right now, mm -hmm. the, the, we live in the top 1% of the world of That's Christians. Right. That's right. And if we were to drop down and something were to happen tomorrow, which it very easily could in our nation, we're mm -hmm. already seeing the likes mm -hmm. of that happen. Mm -hmm. We are not far off from experiencing suffering. And there's That's a difference right. between suffering and the wrath of God being poured out. That's right. 
but both hurt as much. Mm. And so we have people where like they've built their whole life on this idea mm. that the worst of suffering is the loss of someone or mm. the mm. inability to purchase a home because mm. our financial situation mm. in our nation mm. is kind of gone. Mm. When the reality is that 98% of the world of Christians in the world have been denied those things their entire life. That's right. They were born in sin. Mm. They were born again into newness of life. Mm. And that newness of life was only ever able to be found inwardly. It still has not been found outwardly, which is why heaven becomes Mm. such a great desire. It's a lot easier to lose and to find ourselves in a place of having our faces covered Mm. when we live in liberty Mm. outwardly Mm. and never experience liberty inwardly. Because we get so used to living at this like outward mountaintop where everything that we have becomes our God. That's right. And we really are more of a stranger to him mm. than he is an intimate yes. heavenly father to yes. us. Yes, yes, brother. And so That's good, the more brother. frequently for me that I can find myself coming into the sanctuary and going, Lord, I feel like a stranger. Mm. Revive me. Yeah. Yeah. Show me who you are. Mm, mm. Do what you need to do. Mm. And this is this is hard. I remember <laughs> mm. I remember seven or eight years ago wondering, mm. God, I wish you would do something in our nation because yeah. people are complacent. I am mm. complacent. Yeah. And you get to this point where you go, God, do something mm. that causes everything else to be stripped away. Mm. Because I don't want to just sing better is a day in your courts than a thousand elsewhere. Mm. I want to live, eat, sleep, and breathe that, Mm, mm, you mm, know? mm. And that's ultimately what God's calling for his people in the midst of Babylon all around them. Absolutely. Right? So it's all your fault. This is what you prayed for it? Yeah. I've been praying for this for years. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Mercy. You know, (laughs) look, what does Psalm 139 say? One that that many of us know so well, right? Search me, O God, Mm -hmm. and know my heart. Mm. Try me and Mm. know my anxious thoughts Mm. and see if there be any hurtful way in me mm. and lead me in the way of everlasting, mm. the everlasting way. Hallelujah. So there it speaks on that whole Psalm of course is beautiful. And Psalm mm. 139 about that mm. intimate relationship, right? It's what David is doing in Psalm 26 and Hey, as for me, I want to walk in integrity with you, Lord, no matter mm. what's going on around me, because mm. our circumstances can't dictate our joy, right? Our joy mm. isn't based on our circumstances. Mm. Our happiness might be, but mm. not our true joy. That's yeah. right, brother. But the same thing with our peace, like yes. it's that inner peace, that what, the peace that was only found in Christ, mm. no matter what is going on around us. It's like Jesus fall, you know, being asleep in the back of the boat, mm. you know, as mm. the storms rage around That's him. Right. Yeah. Because yeah. of course, you know, he had that supreme confidence and peace, but that's the picture that he's given us. Just like, yeah. why should we worry, you know? Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, it's a beautiful part of, of the psalm there that says, search me and know me, like search Hallelujah, my heart. God. Do, yeah. we, do we come before God like yeah. that and yeah. ask him? Hallelujah. You know why? Because that can be scary. Yeah. Do we come before God? Because yeah. maybe we don't got, want God to search us yeah. Yeah. and know us. But Pastor Dave said it earlier, it's got to be where it starts. Amen, you know, brothers. so we can be prepared for whatever is next, mm, mm. right? Whatever is going to happen uh, in our personal lives, in our churches. I mean, look, as pastors, we think along those lines a lot, don't we? As as pastors and shepherds and teachers of the word, like what is going to happen next? What's it going to look like for mm. us to be Christians mm. uh, in this country? You know, yeah. ha- sing, so, so many things seems like seem like they have changed 
And so are we ready for what's next? But it's yeah. got to start with us personally, but then leading, you know, our, our church uh, um, families into this uh, mindset of being prepared, like search, ask the Lord to search your heart and, and, um, to know, right, or who, who you are, to be, to, the Lord would remind yeah. us who we are in him, yeah, and that this world is not our home, and G, if Jesus said that because that the world is going to hate us because they hated him, so if we are disciples of Jesus, if we are Jesus followers, then that is what we should expect. That's right, brother. Right? We That's should right. expect that. That's right. And we don't know exactly what it's going to look like, but are we ready for that? Mm. Are we willing, you know, if we call ourselves Christians, we're taking on that, voluntarily taking on that identity. Mm. And are we willing to take on all that goes along with that? Amen, you know, Pastor Keith. Right? That's awesome, brother. Yeah. You know, I, I've shared with my congregation that you know, listen, I'm not trying to tell you don't enjoy your life. You know, I'm getting ready to build onto my house. Obviously, we wake up, we want to enjoy life. Mm. But I think the key here that he says in at the latter part of verse 50 in Jeremiah 51, he says, and let Jerusalem come to your mind. Hmm. And if you go back, yes, to, yeah, that's great. you come ahead, back to Daniel, right? Remember, he was put in a position where if he prayed, he was going to be thrown in the lion's den. You know, and, yeah. and, and, and what was his custom to look toward Jerusalem mm. and to pray three times. And he never took his sight off of the fact that Jerusalem is going to be the crowning location of the sacrifice of our Lord Jesus Christ, Hallelujah. that the plan of God was still intact, that just because you're here in Babylon, don't think that my word that I've been speaking is not going to, you know, that my word is going to return void to me. It's not. So. That, that right there, and let Jerusalem come to your mind, is huge. I'm not trying to say we're not supposed to enjoy our lives, but I think we got to seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and everything else will be added. And then there's one more scripture at the bottom of verse 12 and verse 51, where he says, make the guard strong, set up the watchmen. And this is what I tell my congregation. We have to be watchmen on the wall. Yes, it's no problem enjoying having company over and enjoying the summer months, but we have got to watch and we've got to pray and we've got to put God first. So I just want to be clear. I'm not trying to tie people up, but at the same time, we need to be prepared and we need to be putting God first. There's an aspect Amen. of in order for Daniel to have kept his sights towards Jerusalem. Yes. He withheld himself from the delicacies Ooh, of the land. Hallelujah. In order yes, to. That's right. That's right. Take part in yeah. the deeper yeah. satisfaction yeah. that he received yeah. in his walk yeah. with God. Mm. And I was going to say in there, you know, in my in the silly analogy that I use with my wife mm. and the TV and when at the initial like when we realize when something in our spirit goes, mm. uh-uh, something's mm. got to change mm. and we do something drastic like we turn the TV off in the middle mm. of our show. Mm. Mm. What's the natural response? Our flesh mm. goes, oh, whoa, wait, wait a minute. I, right. I will not finish that. I'm not finished watching yeah. that yet. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know what's going on until yeah. 40 minutes later, you're in deep conversation. Yeah. Stuff's restored again, and you're going, I yeah. didn't need any of that. Yeah. Yeah. And there's, an, there's, an, there's such an, like, what I often hear is yeah. that 
that wrestle that we we naturally have, we love to hang back on the harshness yes. of what God's willing to do yeah. to get our attention yeah. to turn to him yeah. because it takes his pursuit of us yeah. Hallelujah. to even be able to get to yeah, the point right, of pursuing him and he because of his faithfulness and the way the kind of dad he is. Yeah. Yeah. He's willing to cut the things off. Yeah. That yeah. need to be cut, cut off. off. Hallelujah. So that we might be mm, fully satisfied mm, in mm, him. Mm, and so mm. when we talk about a theology of suffering, mm. in many ways it's really only suffering the things of the world so that we might Jesus. better Jesus. fully enjoy That's right. the things that have been prepared for us. That's right. Way beforehand in Hallelujah. heaven. Hallelujah. The, the heavenly riches. Pastor Dave, mm. you're absolutely right. But man, mm. it's hard to choose. It's hard to choose that pain. It's Isn't that the problem? Because God wants to chisel away at us, right? Mm. He's chiseling away at we're the masterpiece. Mm. Isn't that mm. what he says, right? Mm. Ephesians, right? That we're the we're his workmanship mm. and we're his beautiful masterpiece. But mm. but like a beautiful a beautiful sculpture, right? That he's chiseling away mm. to reveal, mm. right, the beauty that is there that he mm. knows is there because he created us. Mm. But that chiseling, that chipping away is painful. Mm. Chipping yes, away at our pride mm. and at our anger yeah. and all of that, right? He's chipping mm. away, but we have to allow him to do it. Mm. We have to allow him to do it. Hallelujah. Um, so you're right, Brother Dave. There's so much hard, of the but, freedoms yeah. that we live in that almost makes that worse for us. Yeah. Because we have the ability to choose to not yeah. deal yeah. with it. That's right, brother. You know, you know? Yeah. Jesus, when he said... Um, to his followers, he said, if you want to be my disciples. Mm. So what's a disciple, right? It's, mm. a, it's a learner. It's a follower. Mm. And so the disciples, like every rabbi had a disciple or disciples, and those disciples were trying to emulate and be like the rabbi. And so the great rabbi Jesus says to his disciples, you want to be my disciple? Mm. You deny yourself. Yeah. You pick up, up your, your cross, cross. Right, daily yeah, and follow me. me. Yeah. But it's that self-denial. Right. Yeah. What does that look like for us? But mm. deny yourself. Mm. Right. That's mm. a moment by moment. You're putting yourself aside and the things that mm. that you might want that don't line up with what God wants. But you have to deny yourself. Mm. Take up your cross and the follow me. And mm. we forget like when Jesus says follow me. So where was he going? Mm. He was going to Calvary. Mm. He was going to the cross. Yeah. Right. He was going to, to, to die. And he's mm. just like, that's why you have to deny yourself, like die to self. Mm. Yeah. Right? Paul yeah. calls it crucifying the flesh. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but it's, it's, but Dave, I keep coming back in my mind of what you said is where it starts. It starts with that introspection. It's like, where are we with God? Mm. We enjoying that intimate relationship. Yeah. It's got to start there. I've, yeah. I've been meaning mm. to search say me, this Lord. and search use this me. in a couple of my messages, but I haven't yet. You know, one of the things that always brings me back to that. Mm. Uh, that the Lord like just reminds me of is uh, one of our elders at a point, Pastor Dan, who was a pastor of an Assemblies of God church for many years of his life. And then in his retirement, he came and, and helped to kind of really set the groundwork here. It was an amazing foundation for us here at our church when we were first beginning six years mm. ago. And I'll never forget when his health really started to decline. Mm. And I would sit in his home with him and the things that he was wrestling with, he would say to me, Dave, start thinking through this stuff now. He said, I spent so much of my life being busy. Mm. I found so much to do. Mm. So many other people to help through their own hearts and their own problems. Mm. He says, now I can't even walk. Mm. And I sit at home with none other than me mm. and Jesus. Mm. And I'm being forced now 
for Jesus to deal with things in my soul mm. that I've intentionally ignored mm. for most of my life. Mm. Mm. And I'll never forget that conversation with him. Mm. It was like such an affirmation for me because mm. I'm naturally, I think I've naturally been that way over the past five or six years, but it's not, it's not normal for people. And so I was like really struggling at that point. And he said, Dave, keep doing what you're doing. He said, I'm dealing with it now, but it took the 70 years of my life mm, mm. to the point when I couldn't walk anymore mm, because mm. my body was physically unable mm, to mm, move anywhere. Mm. And I'm sitting here with little old me mm. and my big old God who's been so gentle and quiet. And now when there's no more noise that I've created in my life, I'm hearing it loud and clear mm. and I wish I would have taken more mm. time earlier on. Mm, 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 mm. And that is like that to me was, and this is a guy who lived through the heyday of America. Mm, mm, mm. You know, his kids mm. were outside, would roam for miles. They could run mm. up and down the streets and yeah, not have yeah. to worry about half the stuff we mm, have to worry right. about with our kids. Mm. I can't let my kid in the There's backyard some. without a fence right yes. now, you yes. know, yeah. and a camera making sure he's, you know, making sure he's there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And he goes, in that freedom, I found so much to do that I really was never at liberty inwardly. I, mm. ex I spent so much of my time in the outward liberty that our country has been blessed with. Mm. And now I'm stuck trying to find it inside mm. in the places mm. that God really wanted to deal with me. Mm. 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 That's rich, brother. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Crazy. Yeah, yeah. Hallelujah. I just don't want to be that 70. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to be that at 70. I don't want other people to be there. Mm. Because that's what the, that's what like the, all this is declaring is that life is in Christ. Mm -hmm. And so where is that life? Mm. If we have a constant competition between the life that the world offers yes. until it's taken away from us. And maybe that is really genuinely what we all need. Maybe we need something, you know, it's like same 9-11. Mm. Churches were packed the next Sunday and the following mm. Sunday after that, it was mm. like mm. life is normal. Mm -hmm. mm. Yeah. Right. I like what you said, though, Pastor Dave. Um, you know, I'm reading uh, Billy Graham's storm warning and uh, that man spent time with God. Yeah. He was never too busy mm -hmm. to escape his word time, his prayer time. I mean, he spent hours a day with God. And I think it's imperative that we as pastors not allow the busyness, you know, and the so scheduling easy. to take us away from that intimate moment. You know, when we talked about mm. the sanctuary, you know, how strangers crept in the sanctuary there in Jeremiah. And, um, you know, I tell my parishioners all the time that my, my, the beauty of my walk is not Sunday when I'm preaching. It's when I leave church Monday and mm. me and the Lord start our relationship Mm. You know, and I thank you for sharing that, you know, because we have to, we don't want to wait until then to realize, okay, now's the time for me to really allow God that intimate place. You know, uh, I, I just appreciate you sharing that. Yeah. Mm. It's good stuff, fellas. The days are coming, says the Lord. Mm. And mm. we know that, mm. right? <laughs> I mm. mean, it's like we know it. Yeah. It's all over the New Testament, but it's almost like it's been like a... Mm fantasy land that we yeah. will never have to deal with and so praise god for all of our blessings right right you know one of those um verses that i know we all kind of um we're looking back to during 
um, the pandemic over the last year is in Hebrews. It's either what nine or ten when he says, "Don't forsake the gathering." Mm. Yeah, don't forsake yeah. the gathering of the elect, and yeah. that we are then to spur one another on, right, towards yes. love and good deeds. That we are to encourage each other. And paraphrasing, right? But what is he saying? It's just like we're supposed to do these things to get together. Don't stop getting together because you need each other. Mm. Like the three of us are doing to remind each other of these truths, yes, right? Yes, hallelujah. But he says. To do it all the more as you see the day approaching, the day of the Lord, the day of Lord's judgment, like he's going to bring everything to completion, right? Because he's a promise keeper and he promises that he will and sin has to be judged and he's got a plan and a promise. Mm. And we look forward to our part in that, right? Mm. And until he comes back for us, we are still on that mission. Amen. But he says, hey, you know, it's just like you have to keep getting together. Yes. Because brother. some people, he's like, you know, some are in the custom of just kind of forgetting about that. Mm. But if we're gonna if we're gonna be reminded about our identity and mm. remember that the world that we live in is gonna continue mm. to try to um, you know, tell us lies and Satan being the, the great deceiver and father of lies, Jesus calls him, like it's gonna be a constant coming against us, right? right? It's That's it is right. a struggle. Yeah. And we ask ourselves, why does it feel so hard? Because Jesus said it would be. That's right. Right? But often that invasion mm. that God allows, yeah, the invasion that you mentioned, is really intended so for our liberty. Yes. Amen, him. amen, brother. It's our liberty. Hallelujah. Yeah, because freedom. Stuff. Good stuff. Right. It's for freedom that Christ set us free. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Amen. What a good amen. word, though. A amen. good word. Amen. Again, as we as we um, approach this Sunday on the Fourth of July, we're talking about freedom, mm. our ultimate freedom. Mm. We know about the freedoms that we have, and should never forget them, always appreciate them, but our ultimate freedom is in Christ. But that's a freedom that we can have here and now. Amen. Amen. Good good passage for this weekend. I just just clicked in my mind here with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Church, thank you for joining us. Um, Won't be here next weekend. Enjoy the holiday. Uh, Remember to thank those that have given us this freedom. But Mm. again, we don't want to be taking that for granted. Right? right. We want to make sure that um, whatever it is that's happening in and through and around us, that we are finding true and genuine liberty in Christ mm. Jesus. Amen. Amen. Our Amen. Lord and our Savior. Hallelujah. Amen. Love you guys. Love, Love you too, man. man. This Thank is great. Good here. stuff, Praise man. God. I'm going to I'm gonna have to just remind us all of how important it is each week. Right? Yeah. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Don't forsake the gathering. Yeah. Yeah. Church, God bless you. You know, I remember Dave, that Dave said early on when we even started talking about this, that this, this is like, first and foremost, this is for us. We yeah. need this, you know? Yeah. yeah. So it's just us getting together to encourage each other. Yeah. But if we can...